Okay, hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. It's a little bit less EA this week. A little. They've still done some stupid shit, but yeah. They haven't suddenly redeemed themselves in the meantime. No, they they haven't. Uh, Really, this is all Fallout now, I think. They, they, yeah. To be mm-hmm. fair, they haven't done anything further dumb. Anything dumb further to what they'd already... Words, Richard. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- this is basically just the consequences of their actions, all of which are fucking hilarious. The so, stupidest thing they've done this week is say that they're not sorry, basically. Yeah, they have just doubled down. Yeah. Dumbasses. Mind you, it's kind of that situation of they've gone too far. They they can they they're they're in a situation they cannot backpedal from. So the only way forward is through. Essentially, I think is the the feeling in EA. Okay. I, yeah, I broke a lot of like vases and you know ornaments when I was a kid. I never once stood in front of my mum and said, "I did that on purpose, and I'm going to do it again." Because I believe it's the right thing to do. Because I believe that it's correct. <laughs> yeah, dummy, eh? So they, they have done something further that is dumb by not apologizing or by doubling down on it. What they've done is they've wiped $3 billion off their stock price, yep. which will hurt them a great deal. And they've basically fucked up loot boxes and microtransactions for everybody. That that is essentially what they've done. I can't imagine other game companies being happy about all this. No, you know no. they they have brought scrutiny on something that was otherwise under the radar. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, I would say so. Um, a lot of companies are uh, well. Uh, what's been funny is companies that are not dickheads. Places like CD CD Projekt Red and other places have been sort of using the opportunity to say, "Hey, we're not dicks." Play our games. And so we should. So we should. That That is how how you do it. Uh, I, I have been enjoying all the pictures from Black Friday of all of the empty game stands, except for all the <laughs> Battlefront 2. That has been wonderful. I, I yeah. saw one and I thought, oh, that's kind of funny. And then they just kept coming. I mean, there's the lesson, really. Yeah. Who's buying it now? Come on, everybody. Don't buy it. You've no mm. excuse to own that game. Just don't. It is in now in the realm of the accidental Nana purchase. I think so. I think it should be. Absolutely. Don't anybody be spending your own money on that shit. Don't at all. And certainly don't. Please don't buy any loot boxes. Please don't. <laughs> I mean, that that ultimately is the bit that must hurt them. That, you know, have nobody buy any loot boxes. It's, see, it's, again, I, it's so strange because it is just pure greed i mean yeah they would have even if they hadn't put loot boxes in they would have you know they were charging 60 to 80 dollars for the game by itself and it's a star wars game so they would have made fucking millions and instead out of pure greed they've wiped three billion off their stock which i don't i mean i don't pretend to understand the stock market and i frankly think that anyone who does uh is talking out of their arse but losing three billion can't be a good thing no it can't be it really can't be i mean if it weren't like black ops did back in the day i'd have bought it by now Mm. really that that's that's yeah it was on the oh it was a temptation it was you know 
like they said, it was a good game. It you know, uh, a single player was a bit mediocre, but the multiplayer uh, they've said you know was very polished and uh, enjoyable. If it weren't for this stupid fucking microtransactions and unlock system, so I have seen lots online about how it's buggy on the PC. Really? Yeah. Hmm. The uh, beta, the I, I played the uh, the beta, the PC beta, and it ran fine for me. Your mileage but may vary. Exactly, I, that is the nature of PC gaming. Well, to say, is it not under a much bigger load now? It's gone live. I mean, if you're in beta, doesn't it? I mean, I don't really know how these things work, but if you're in beta, I mean, there's not so many people populating there. I, I'm talking about how the game runs on your PC. Oh, not, I see, I see. Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's buggy as fuck. It's what I've heard. Mm. Strange. I'm but prepared yeah, so, to be wrong. Um, yeah. So I, I very much enjoyed the, the headline that the Victorian Gambling Commission were looking into it. <laughs> Which, of course, nowadays means Australia. It does. We're the Elizabethans. Yes, exactly. They're they're still trapped back then. <laughs> oh, they're still doing bird. Uh, but yeah, so France and Australia have uh, weighed in and are considering uh, looking very closely at legislation. Uh, well, Australia, well, especially. I mean, because they're. Their censorship rules about games are very strict. So they will, they will jump at the opportunity to censor another thing about a game. Uh, yeah, Australia do, don't they, like anything fun. They that is true. That is absolutely true. I mean, they tried to kill Johnny Depp's dogs. They did. I mean, no, at the moment nobody likes Johnny Depp anymore, me included. But I wouldn't try to kill his dogs. That's just mean. That's mean. It's just mean. I mean, he shouldn't have taken them there. That was ultimately the problem. I agree that but he shouldn't have taken them there. That's that's by the by. You send yeah. the dogs away, then you don't. You don't need to kill the dogs. Leave the dogs no, alone. They've got to put up with Johnny fucking Depp. Exactly. Think of them. Maybe mm. they were. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the kindest thing. I can't send you back to live with Johnny Depp. I can't. Uh, it's just anyway. Look at the flowers. Look at the flowers. So um, <laughs> after uh, the EA stuff, we, we have to leave loot boxes for now. There, yeah. will, there will be more later, I guarantee it. But we let's just take a loot box break. Um, Sonic Blast, 3D Blast, is apparently getting patched. 21 years after it came Better out. Later than ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a rather funny story. Uh, a rather fun story, rather. Yeah, the, by the original uh, developer. Uh, because Sonic 3D, whichever subtitle you want to give it uh it was made by not by sonic team but by traveler's tales yeah who got became more famous i think during sort of the playstation era for uh platformers and stuff i think but uh yeah they did that and the uh this this, this story sort of started a few months ago when the developer started up a youtube channel called game hunt uh not game hunt game hut uh and his opening videos were about how he used, uh, back in the day, uh, people discovered uh, relatively recently that if you took the original cartridge of Sonic 3D and wiggled it in the console, it would, if you wiggled it just right, the game would throw you to like a level select or a debug menu uh, as if it was a cheat code. And he came forth and confessed that back in the day, whenever uh, quality control for both Sega and Nintendo uh, I was going to say it was more rigorous, but let's face it, existed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Him and the team this, uh, figured out a way to... Uh, they just, they made it so that anything that triggered a bug or a crash in the game would throw you to a 
cheat menu <laughs> so that they could pretend that it was a feature rather than a bug. Genius so work. Was, it's genius, genius work. Mm. I just my initial reaction was, "You bastard!" That's both brilliant and you know, fuck you. Uh, so that was his opening thing. But then over the next uh, few weeks, he started uh, his channel is rather brilliant. Uh, he started going through old games, things that they'd done and sort of explaining technical details about how uh, they achieved some of the stuff that they did. Because, I mean, achieving 3D, even uh, sort of isometric 3D on, a, on you know, the Genesis slash Mega Drive was no, was no small thing. But then he uh, d- uh, revealed that he was going to do a director's cut patch for Sonic 3D. And he, every week he would uh, go through and explain what he'd been working on and show how he'd done it. So he changed, oh God, what has, uh, he's done a huge, huge range of uh, changes to it. There's a video uh, on this article, I've got it playing. Yeah. But because it's a video, I have to wait for it to show me things. <laughs> it would be easier <laughs> if they'd written it down. Yeah. How, uh, how is he patching this if, if it's right, a Mega Drive altered- game? Well, uh, because he has access to, <laughs> as well, the developer, he has I, access to the original files. Yeah, so is he just going to put it out as a ROM? Well, he's put it out, uh, this is the irritating thing, he put it out last week as a patch, which means you have to have the original, you have to have the ROM, uh, and it's the American version, and you need to download a program, which uh, you uh, you download the, uh, you have the ROM, you have the patch file, you download a program which applies the patch to the ROM, and then you can load the ROM into an emulator. It's yeah, he's made it a bit irritating. That's a bit of a ball like. It's a bit of a ball like, but the changes he's made, he's uh, changed some of the mechanics, like uh, Sonic Speed, like acceleration, uh, made it much easier to handle. Because I remember playing that game when I was, uh, you know, seven or eight, and it was a pain in the arse. Uh, he's changed some level palettes and stuff. He's changed how the flickies behave. He's generally made things much more user friendly. Uh, he's removed some bugs that were in the game, like uh, things that would cause, uh, you know, level bugs, platforms that didn't work properly. Uh, and then there's the more drastic stuff. He's added Supersonic into the game. Uh, if you get all the Chaos Emeralds uh, and uh, get 50 rings, you can turn into Supersonic, which right. grants you increased speed and invulnerability. Uh, you, He's added uh, an actual sort of level select system. Uh, where when you finish a level, you can move on to the next one or you can go back and replay levels. Uh, he's changed how the special stages work. He has implemented a password save feature so you can actually save your game. Um, yeah, wow. it's a pretty it's a pretty ex- expansive and just a bunch of little tweaks to like the UI and stuff to make things just uh, either work better or work nicer. I think he's, al- he's also added a, uh, a timed trial mode. So you can race through the levels to see how fast you can complete them. The videos, and he's as he's been doing this, he's been re- releasing tons of videos on them uh, on the on the YouTube channel as he's been doing it. So you can see sort of how he did it and um, his reasons for doing each thing. I thoroughly recommend you check them out. That sounds very interesting, actually. Yeah. And do you know what it's made me think on a totally unrelated thing, but sort of related <laughs> in, related enough to make me think of this. Sega should sell the Mega Drive again. Don't they do a mini one already? They're doing a mini one at the moment. Are they really? Yeah, yeah yes. they're in the they're in the shops. Uh but hang on, hang on. I'm I'm going to look for this because I don't yeah. think it's a thing. 
Is it? Well, no, I don't right, think it's okay. a three-button Mega Drive, but is it really by Sega? I think so. And as much as anything these days really is by Sega. No, it's by At Games. Huh. That's what it is. I uh, thought it was official. Sega Mega Drive with 81 games. I'm on the Argos website. This is where I'm seeing it. It's 59.99. This is the one I've seen on YouTube a lot. And it's the At Games Mega Drive Classic Game Console with 81 built-in games and a slot for cartridges. But what I'm saying is Sega should sell the Mega Drive again. No mini one. Not anything like that. Exactly as it was. Sega should sell the Mega Drive again. Boom. Have, well, I, st- have I stunned you with my stupidity or no, my I genius? No. no, I just think that there's definitely a provable market for them. I mean, the popularity of the, the mini NES and SNES proves that. I mean, and the people who played Mega Drives are now 20 and 30-somethings with disposable income who have a nostalgia for those machines. So it's not stupid. Um, but... And- uh, and they should sell all the first-party games again. That's that's what they should do. And I'm trying to look up an actual list of what first-party games there were. I found it. God, the internet's brilliant. See, isn't what's it? interesting is I feel like what you're saying is stupid, but I can't think of a reason why. No, you why can't. It isn't I mean, the only thing is, uh, the only thing that I sort of want to point out is there's nothing stopping you buying a Mega Drive today. No, you there isn't. You could have one. That's you true. could have one and some games, and probably cheap as well. I yep. would think. Mm. So I'm you, just thinking you if they were do that. The problem, the thing I'm thinking of is that if they uh, made started manufacturing Mega Drives again, there's every chance, as we've seen from the fucking Sonic, uh, the what do you call it, Sonic Remix? You know, the latest Sonic game. The one, the good one, or the bad the one? The good one. The good okay. one, yeah. The good one, yeah. As we saw from the collector's edition, there's every chance that they'd fuck it up and make it slightly too big. No, they'd be f- they've still got the plans. <laughs> they can make which a proper why, one. Which is why I say, to avoid such a situation, just buy one, buy buy an old one. They should if make Sega new were ones. To announce, if they were to announce that they were throwing their hat back in the ring and were you know they released a you know a new console, they would absolutely have like built-in pre-orders if they just called it the Mega Drive. Oh yeah. God, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you're. I think you're both. Uh, there's nothing wrong in what any of if either of you are saying. It's just that you know, if you want a Mega Drive, you can have a Mega Drive. Yeah, today. you can. But they should make new ones. And Nintendo should sell the SNES again and the NES and make the games again. All of it. That's what, what I. What you're think. saying is that they should service your, <laughs> your desire to have all this stuff um, that you couldn't have as a kid. <laughs> is that what you're saying? He's a well, white thirty-something male. That's what the world exists yeah. for. The yeah, world, the world exists yeah. to please me, Emma. Come yeah. on. Come on. It's and, all, it should frankly, all be for me. Frankly, lately, the world has it seriously dropped the ball. Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. You know, I can't speak for women, but um, uh, coming, you know, from men uh, of the world, uh, speaking for all of them, as I do, uh, you lot have had it very easy lately. I love that inhale. Oh, I live for that inhale. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna say, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say nothing because before um, anyone emails I, me, I just want to say that Mikey's pushing buttons on purpose, and, and do, do not email me. 
right? As my dear grandmother used to say, if you haven't got anything nice to say, don't say it. Don't email uh. me. So, oh, yeah, because I'm, <laughs> right, I'm, I'm, uh. I'm looking at the list of first-party Mega Drive games, and it's, it's, it's a good list. Altered Beast, Arnold Palmer Tournament Golf. Okay, maybe not that one. Uh, <laughs> oh, so many Simpsons jokes. California Games, Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse. That was a fucking oh, awesome wow. game. Columns, Daffy oh, Duck Columns. in Hollywood. Uh, Dick Tracy. It was not a great library. Um, <laughs> well, there, there are lots of them. Echo the Dolphin. I've already expressed my disdain oh, for that game. Golden the thing Axe. Is, Golden Axe. The there are three Golden of them. Axe, yeah. yeah, put the them all out. The thing is that this, this story proves that uh, Sega games, you can rely on uh, patches even 20-odd years later. Yeah. And that's that's a commitment you don't usually get from any developer. Meanwhile, the bad Sonic game, the newest hot innovation, yeah. is that you can now have a T-shirt with the Sanic meme on it. Oh, Christ, I didn't have that story because it made me sad. Yeah, <laughs> I kept that Gotta out of go fast. Oh, man. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. <laughs> Great game. What yeah. a cultural artifact that is now. They should sell it again. <laughs> Just sell it again. All of these. Come on, people. Sell them again in cartridge form and people will buy them. That's it. I think so anyway. Maybe I'm insane. Maybe that's why I don't run a game publisher. Or wouldn't for long if anyone ever let me. Okay, speaking of Nintendo, as nobody was, uh, they, they're they going to do cereal, Mario cereal, with Amiibos on it. Yeah. I like the story. <laughs> it won't come I out like here. This. this stuff never comes out here. But Americans have cereal for fucking everything. I would like. They to, are a very cereal-dependent culture. I, I would like to direct our listeners to the show, oh, is it Remastered? I think it's probably remastered. Yes, it was remastered. It's on the website, simplysyndicated.com. And Jason and I, he's on other shows. He's not on this one. I just assume you know. I think that, yeah, episode three, Saturday morning cartoons and serials. I have done a podcast on American serial. Now, the funny thing is, I uh, I recently started eating um, Kellogg Crunchy Nut uh, cornflakes uh, in an attempt to become more adult. And... I was, so I was browsing the cereal aisle, and it seems that a lot of American cereals have made their way over here. Yeah, there's like Fruit Loops and Captain yeah, Crunch and stuff Fruit in the Loops in and the Captain Crunch. So and like yeah. and bizarrely, uh, you know, coming from uh, Northern Ireland, uh, what do you call them? Uh, Lucky Charms. You can get Lucky Charms here. Lucky Charms were never a thing over here. That was, they are a purely American invention that you could never get in Ireland. They're trying to sell now. you a racist cereal. I was going to say. Like, it's, like me go, it's like me going to the shops and buying some Cockneyos. This is bollocks. <laughs> it really is. I was, I was sat here contemplating. Put them in a fucking bowl. I, I was going They're appropriating to... your culture. This isn't right. Yeah. <laughs> is it wrong? Can I make... Could I have made a joke about how, right, you can't have Lucky Charms and because you're always stealing them off each other. That is true. That is That's true. It. This it's is always, our opportunity always after everybody's lucky charms. We are. It's, so it's, it, do, what, it doesn't know. work. That's why we could never have them here. That's yeah. why, that is exactly why. Uh, but but, it, uh, yeah. but I it, remember like a few years ago, it's only, it's like literally in the past few years. Cause a few years ago, like a few of those shops started popping up in the town, which imported American 
everything's you know you get uh, I tried my first Twinkie fucking nightmare yeah that, that made of plastic I, I tried to feed them to the pigeons they fucking wouldn't eat them these are flying rats that I observed eating fag butts and they wouldn't touch uh, a Twinkie well they're not stupid they're not thick but yeah, uh, but yeah, I got a bowl of uh, Lucky Charms, uh, which it looks, this Mario cereal looks, you know, suspiciously like it's it you know, cereal it. with loads of little sugary marshmallow shit in it. And I ate a bowl and I've never done cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> but a week later, I finally came down from the tree and surveyed the wreckage and I had another bowl. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, this but yes, but the, the lucky charm did not did not have a, a QR or not a QR code a uh, amiibo a fucking, an amiibo uh, yeah chip. What they should what what they should come with is a, a syringe of insulin taped to the inside by the sound Probably. of it. Probably, the, I've never felt my heart beat at that that fucking rate. It was incredible. Yeah, you see, I, I've American versions of American things are shit though. You know, we have shit Fruit Loops here. Well, yeah, because they couldn't sell Fruit Loops as they exist in America to us. Because it's not, they're too dangerous. You would not yeah. allowed. Right. Yeah. Fair, well, I look forward to those in a couple of years then. Yeah. Um, but they, they also have a lot of sort of just promotional cereal. So th- yeah. this will be a thing. Like for six months, there'll be Super Mario cereal. And then it will go away forever. And then there'll be, well, I bet you there's already Star Wars cereal out. Oh, under oh that, yeah, inevitably, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, in fact, just, it's, it's it always, just looking at the box here, it's a nice box, but it always bugs me that Mario's tash and eyebrows are a different color to his, the rest of his hair. What's going on? He's di- He's an old man. He's going is he dying? so he's yeah, dying. Is he dying the hair, or is he dying the eyebrows and mustache? The hair, I think. But the... <laughs> He dyes his hair light brown, but the mustache is like black, if not very, very, very dark brown, and there doesn't seem to be any grey in it. So it's, I mean, well, forget the, the nipples. The, we need to sort this shit out. The differently coloured hair and beard is is a well known phenomenon in men. I mean, my brother has got brown hair and an expansive ginger beard. He's right. a witch. Yep. Well, I I hope that I get my chance to get some Super Mario cereal. <laughs> I did, it amiibo. doesn't say what the uh, it doesn't say what it doesn't have an amiibo. The box is the amiibo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you have I wasn't to being take clear your massive. That'd be fun. Me, you your bloody oh, your switch would be covered in that sort of weird powdered yeah. dust, cereal dust that comes out of those box. things. No, um, Paisley will rip it up. You, you get take the box and bump it against your your, <laughs> your switch. And I don't know what it gives you. It's it gives you it gives you some sort of power up inside Odyssey. Uh, it doesn't actually say which, maybe it's random, I don't know. But that was actually one of the few issues I heard people say they had with Odyssey was the uh, the Amiibo uh, that they uh, released for it. You could exploit them too much and that there was no cooldown right, okay. on them. So you could just, you know, if, like I think the Princess Peach one gave you some coins or something or a super mushroom or something like that and you could just spam it. I don't know if they added a cooldown eventually, but uh, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't I, know. I I, I don't still know. don't own an amiibo. Good man, good man. That is well, one of the I'm few things I like about the mail. I'm, I'm slightly tempted. Don't do it. I want to have one to see what they do. 
Well, is that silly? Look at a YouTube video of one doing what they do. Oh, that's not the same. I kind of just want one. Just what one. What they do is every, every... What they do this is, is that every starts. time one sells, uh, a fucking executive at Nintendo gets a slight twinge in his penis. That's, you know, not a full... Not even a Sammy. Just a sort of, oh, right, okay. That was nice. I could get one of the shitty, obscure character ones that nobody wants. They're pretty cheap. Still a twinge in the penis. Shulk, Whenever you see an amiibo, 25. just think, Don't just know. think, Japanese penis twinge. You That's all you need to do. Travel case for them all. Why would you need it? Where's where's people taking them? To each other's houses to play with them because it's marketed at eight year olds. Well, that's the thing. If you get like, if you bring them over to your friends and you combine collections, uh, and you touch them all at the same time, you can coat an entire, the interior of an entire uh, Nintendo office in spunk. Yeah, I think so. Some of these are fucking expensive. I noticed I was being a bit too mature on previous episodes. So yeah, you've really wi- cranked that one up. Yeah. Uh, this has uh, always been an R18 sort of podcast. I, I, I always put the explicit tag on, which I still object <laughs> to greatly, but that's how we have to do things. We're not explicit. We're inappropriate and vile, but we aren't explicit. <laughs> Never have been. Look, you invited, you invited Mike and me, the South London Square Machine, onto a podcast. What do you want to do? I don't know. I, I'm happy <laughs> with the way things are. It's all good. Okay. It's all good. Don't worry. No. 94 quid, 97 quid for a Mario Amiibo. It's a gold one. Oh, for fuck's sake. You, you, oh, is it actual gold? No. Oh, well, fuck off. No, what, 97 quid? Think how many games quid. you could buy for the said ninety-seven pounds. Especially if I went to CEX, still haven't gotten back to me on their SNES Classic well, Mini pricing. I'm not. I'm. I've given up on it now. I'll be honest. I've. I've given up on that one. I do like the knitted amiibo. They're quite cute. Shut they up, are. The, the Yoshi's quite cute. I think. Yeah, there's Yoshi ones. There's a Poochie one that comes with Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World. By the way, do I say that incorrectly or what? Because I've always said Yoshi, but I've now heard people say Yoshi. I always said it Yoshi. Okay, I've always said Yoshi, there. but I've heard Yoshi. I, I, I don't know. No, it's the children that are wrong. Yes. yes. <laughs> I think so. Okay, moving on. Oh, yes, we got more on the Atari box. Well, yeah, not the a, box. Yeah. Well, more yeah. the... <laughs> the well, the, a controller is a kind of box. It is. Um, yeah. So can, we, can I just point out something that I noticed about this controller? Yeah. Right? What, when what? when you put the well, because it's got like those home and back buttons on it, isn't it? Which that everything has written, to have by law. Yes. So if if I'm thinking about this right, so you hold the joystick in your right hand, and that button is for your left thumb, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, what is the stop? If you're using that joystick, those home and back buttons are directly where your wrist is going to go. So, how long are you? How many times are you going to press home and back accidentally using that thing? With, with any luck, they'll just be shit buttons and difficult see, to press. The way I look at the way I sort of try and think of it, I think the angle that we're looking at this picture, uh, north up on the controller, is not up on the picture. I would think up on the controller is uh, northwest. So the way you, you would hold the controller in your hand, square, rather than as a diamond. Well, yeah. That would be my well, yeah, thinking so, of it. But- so that would make it slightly less chance of hitting those buttons, but I can still see it being an annoyance. Because I remember the... Uh, it was strange, the early days of the Xbox 360, the control pad, uh, there was an awful lot of 
accidentally hitting the the Xbox guide button, mm-hmm. which they sort of fixed in later designs. But this looks like it could be a similar problem. But, you know, given that it's going to be loaded down with old Atari games, um, being randomly ejected from them is kind of a blessing. Yeah. Um, if, do you know what? If this is a controller that is intended to play Atari 2600 games with, I think it's a very nice-looking controller. It's, it's a nice look. Like the Atari box itself, that it sort of it matches the design. It looks nice. Um, if it was like if they sold this separately, I could see it selling quite well, like as a little Bluetooth controller for uh, you know you could sit it next to your Pi. Um, yeah, yeah. It, you know. So I mean, basically, oh. along with along with EA, we've now got another company who's missing an insanely open goal money printing device to probably yeah. go the wrong way. And, and Sega, oh, people are and Sega as well. Yeah. Don't forget who aren't selling the Mega Drive. Anymore. Yeah, right, Sega as well. Yeah, okay, Sega. Yes, whatever. Okay. Uh, you get yeah, one. This, uh, I get one. Sega, right. I, the the problem oh they're facing ultimately is that however nice the fucking joystick is, I don't want to play your twenty six hundred games. In the yeah. same yeah, way, problem. I don't want to watch silent movies. The other, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll I'll watch your, true, your old yeah. films. That's fine. I'll watch black and white movies. That's fine. I'll watch black and white with subtitles movies. That's fine. I've watched. I've reviewed films from the 30s and 40s and enjoyed them. Genuinely enjoyed them. But we don't watch silent movies, do we? We don't no. go back that far ever. No one does. And Atari games are the silent movies of games. I made a silent movie in uh, my media studies course, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. But even I, as I was making it, felt, well, this is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> People have the ability to talk. Why yeah. aren't we? I, I but, don't uh, want to yeah. play a game where the objective is to get a high score. That's, yeah. that's all there is to it, really. The other Sorry. question this raises is this is sort of the controller they announced and it's, you know, it is just the old Atari controller, you know, single button, single joystick. Uh, you know, they've added the home and back buttons for navigating menus. But the question this raises is will they then be selling a separate controller? Because apparently this box is going to be running other games and other yeah. games require more than a joystick and a button. Yeah, you're not playing anything else apart from Atari games with this, are you? So Although, they, now that I've said this, I do want to have a quick look on YouTube to see if anyone's beaten Dark Souls with an Atari controller. It's coming. So sure is the, I, wonder if, I, wonder, I wonder if the idea is that with this Atari box, that this, so will it be a case of it comes with a standard controller, but then if you go up a level on the Kickstarter, this is going to be included in your box, maybe? Yeah, some sort of pro controller. Maybe so. Maybe so. I mean, we st- this still this thing still isn't happening, though, is it? You the, know, the, sorry, there it is. The one button run Atari controller Dark Souls three. I like that. I like. I just like that. The one button run. Very cool. That's very cool. So this is sort of like an Elon Musk joint isn't it, at the moment. In that there's lots of there's lots of concepts, but we haven't actually fucking done anything yet. Just now that you've mentioned him, can we go slightly, you know, tangential? Elon Musk. I don't know a huge amount about him. I know, you know, SpaceX, and is he Tesla? He is, is Tesla yes. Is his and, uh, the, and other, the things the- he seems to be doing seem to be kind of cool. Uh, sometimes they're a little out there. Uh, you know, the Hyperloop thingy. Yeah, that's going to kill yet, a lot of it, people. Sorry. Yeah, I, that's going to kill it. And I'm, I'm in favor of that. But um, for some reason, maybe it's, it's the picture and it, it's his name and his face and sort of the persona slightly worries me. Unfortunately for him, my brain has filed him under slightly melted waxwork of John Barrowman. That's oh, fair. Yeah. So I can't, yeah. I can't get past it. Every time I see him, I'm like, "Is that John Barrowman?" Oh no, no, it's Elon Musk. Okay, 
He's what, what he literal, you know, what scheme has he come out come up with with his from his base under the sea, which is where I presume he lives. Hmm. And just who calls their kid Elon? E L O N. Mister and Mrs. Musk do. Mister and Mrs. Musk. That's a poor surname as well. <laughs> yeah, it is. it is. It is. That is an unfortunate surname. But but he's a billionaire, so I think he's happy. I think it could have been worse. They could have called him Richard. Yeah. Dick Musk. Ugh. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Um, that guy doesn't get to sell cars or go to space. No, he doesn't. Uh, the Atari box is crowdfunding soon, it says. Mm. Not today. Okay. <laughs> Still looks like a nice box. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, it does. Yeah. I like the look of it. There, there is a picture of a man playing the Atari box. And in the picture, he is holding what appears to be an Xbox controller. They use that for debugging, you know, for developing on everything. It is the universal controller. Yeah, it's a 360 controller there. But yeah. it has blue lights on it, which is weird. Hmm. So I think they photoshopped that a little bit, actually. Mm. Or maybe they're adding some sort of motion tracking so that you can play fucking Pong by waving a controller in the air like a dick. Don't do that, Atari. Don't do don't do that. Motion tracking is really bad actually. Just don't don't mm. bother with it. I'm still excited to know what the Atari box is though. I'm 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 eager to find out. I'd love to know. Yeah. I'd love to see it working. It's just it, I think it's because they put out some some sort of, you know, mysterious oh it's a it's a retro console but it'll also play modern games and it's a retro thing but it's also linux based and it's got this you know it's the whole there's a whole lot they haven't told us they have uh they have generated an hour of mystery around the thing um in order to uh draw in the weak-minded and simple yeah um, we bet we've bet the we've bet the lead on that one <laughs> i mean even if it ends up doing what basically the raspberry pi does if it does it, I, I think with the Raspberry Pi, as great as all that whole retro Pi setup is, I think, I think you hit the nail on the head last week when you were talking about the uh, the classic, the SNES Mini Classic, and that it's not quite as good, but it does things better. <laughs> it's a nicer experience type thing. Yeah, I, I think so. there's room to improve from a, certainly from a hardware perspective mm. on the whole retro Pi experience. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It would not hurt to have that have more power. Uh, well, it's because the nature of it is uh, that the Retro Pi experience, because the Raspberry Pi is not made to play games. It's you know it's a small computer. You're, it's essentially PC gaming is what you're doing. Uh, whereas the these you know classic retro consoles, it's kind of the same thing, but it's geared entirely towards gaming, so they can tune everything towards that purpose out of the box, and so it maybe can't do everything but the things that it can do it can do better entirely possible and it's which running is it, a, mu a much less catchy version of the song i can't do everything as well as you can but the things that i can do i do very well uh it's running linux i guarantee within a month of this thing being out it will be running retro pi oh absolutely absolutely guarantee it and i'm saying a month i don't yeah I don't really that's, think that's it's optimum yeah I, I know that some people will be buying one with the intention of loading RetroPie on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and, and those people know what they're doing more than me. Because I don't know. I can't imagine where you even fucking start with that shit. 
How the fuck do you hack something? What? I, I, you know, I, I don't know what you do. Where do you start? I know that it involves looking at a screen which is completely black and filled with just characters. Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, because I'm, I'm married to someone who knows how to do it as part of his job because um, he has to try and one of the jobs he used to have was testing security and the safety of some websites. So I've been with him when he's hacked hotel Wi-Fi and things like that. And to be honest, it's just quite boring. <laughs> it is like what Mike says, just looking at a screen with a lot of characters on. Oh, yeah, sure. I, have one, yeah. I have one program on my computer, uh, which I have to run. It's fucking, it was developed, it runs on Windows, it was developed by a Linux user for Linux. So, of course, it doesn't have a front-end UI. It has no GUI. You have to use it in command line. And every time I load it up, I mean, I've got to the point now, just for sheer muscle memory, I can run it. But I just, every time I I load it up, I I just feel this little twinge of resentment, which is different from the twinge of a Japanese penis. Yeah, It is nowhere near as good. Uh, So, yeah. How did we get onto this? Atari box controller. Yeah, it was the controller. Ah, okay. That's what did it. Yeah, so it's a nice little controller. Um, be interesting to see. I'm wondering, you know, I'm hoping that its build quality is good because those uh, Atari, ah, that's how we're, that's where I was heading. The Atari controllers uh, have a bad habit of uh, the old ones anyway, of after a while the switches sort of go in them and the stick, the joystick goes a little limp. The joystick, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh well, actually, while we're talking about controllers, was it you, Mike, that mentioned the eight bit do yes. gamepad? I was starting yeah. to see reviews of that coming out, and it's it's doing very well. They do, yeah. They're uh, they do very well. Eight bit do or eight bit do? I don't know what the heck they're doing with that company name, but yeah, they're they make good stuff. So I'm tempted. I don't technically need it, and I'm trying to save my money, but I'm tempted. Um, I too am awfully tempted from uh, using it with the switch point of view. Yeah, that would be, that would it would make a good switch controller, and it's probably around the same price as a pro controller. It's a fraction of the price of a pro controller. Is it really? Are the, are the pro controllers? The pro controller is sixty four ninety nine. Oh fuck off! It's a three sixty controller. That's what the pro that controller is, is. An extraordinary price point. Yeah, that's why I don't have one. I mean, we're very nice <laughs> to Nintendo in general on this show, but seriously, lads, come the fuck on. A new set of Joy-Cons is seventy four ninety nine. Oh, bloody hellfire! But oh, that, Jesus that's Christ. why when that mine went a bit, yeah, that that's is why mine that got sent two back. Two SNES controllers. Yeah, sorry, two NAS controllers. Even no, it's two SNES controllers, four buttons and shoulder buttons. Yeah, get that's the, the entire those. bleeding SNES mini. Yeah. Basically. In fact, if you got the SNES Mini, you would get two fucking SNES controllers with it. Yeah, you do. And 21 games. <laughs> 21 games. Uh, 20 and plus eight, one games. And don't eat, but don't, don't they do uh, They do a little uh, adapter so that you can use those SNES Mini controllers with, uh, I think it's the Switch, might be the Wii U. Do they really? Uh, they do little controllers. They, use the, uh, they also do uh, adapters, which you can plug into an original SNES. Well, I'm searching their company name on yep. Amazon to see what comes up. Mm. I am interested. I, I, it is sort of funny as well, though, that they're selling, uh, because the, this current controller is based on the SNES controller, they are selling it in both color schemes. The, you know, the multicolored good version and the fucking purple and lavender 
shitty American version. I really like this Famicom style one they do. The Famicom style one is nice. That is very nice. Oh, God, they even do an arcade stick. Oh, yeah, they do everything. Oh, I didn't want to know about these people. <laughs> it's coming up to Christmas. Treat yourself. No, jingle, I've already jingle, done the grown-up. <laughs> I've already done the whole, oh, I don't need anything, and blah, blah, blah. And it's true, though. There's just, but you don't, yeah. There are toys I want, really. Oh, absolutely. But, well, hey. your birthday's soon after Christmas as well. Double up, my boy. I ne- <laughs> that's, it's never what happens. Never, ever. You know, it, it's shit. It is. In fact, is. I remember... January 3rd. I, I'm okay. just remembering now. I... I opted to move my birthday to like june <laughs> a couple of years ago like let's just forget the thing about being a, the thing about once you reach your uh, sort of mid to late 20s you can do that because nobody gives a shit anymore <laughs> yeah like can it rather than have my birthday be in january when it's shit because i first of all it's usually about then that i succumb to some sort of bad cold or flu i i don't remember the last time i was particularly well on my birthday i usually have some sort of mental breakdown so that's shit um again because january january along with i would say uh november is one of the shitter months of the year yeah it's 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 cold it's wet there's nothing to look forward to anymore yeah you're suffering the come down of christmas and new year uh Every, everything you really wanted, you kind of got for Christmas, probably. And, and you're expected to celebrate being alive. It yeah. is like, it's just a kick in the balls. It's just, it's not, it's never good. And so I, um, I kind of thought like, so, right, I won't pretend that I'm younger. It's not about that. But we'll celebrate my birthday in June. That's when we should do it. Because then the weather's better. I'm not ill. And... I've recovered from the mental breakdown I have because I'm a year <laughs> older and it's way away from Christmas and, and everything. So people can get me presents. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm a July baby. I recommend it because it's six months of Christmas, six months on your birthday. Smashing. That, see, that's much better. Hmm. That I just have Christmas and shit birthday. It's always, it's always shit. Yeah, I agree. Even when I got, do you know what? I, it's unfair to say I've always had shit birthdays. You know, Alison always does her best, bless her. And things like, <laughs> when, when she, you know, when, for my 30th, she got, she, we had a trip to Ireland. That was a really cool present. And when we went in February later that year, it, it was a great time. But ultimately, shit birthday, you know. So even when I get good things, it's shit. But it, great week weekend, by the way. Yeah. Everyone should visit Dublin. <sighs> I've just got lots of Zelda stuff on my wish list now. Hopefully I'll get some <laughs> Zelda pajamas for Christmas. That's my hope. Fair enough. I've also stuck a 50-inch 4K TV on there because you never know. You never know. Exactly. I was going to say, you really buried the lead with that one. <laughs> yeah. If I don't put it on there, then there's no chance. That's true, you've got you me to win it, but it's just like someone scrolling through. Gym jams, hoodie, some games. Oh, and a 50k, yeah, <laughs> a, that, that, a, that uh, 50, is, a 4k telly. Yeah, the next item is a hoodie. That That is what is there. It's great. A Sony Bravia 49-inch TV, 4K HDR, Ultra HD, Android TV. And it has so something, many called, something called X Reality Pro. Who even, who can imagine what that means? But that TV you think has you shift out of this. You can shift out of this reality. Take me with you because this one is yeah. box. <laughs> it's bizarre. I mean, I'm not going to get that. 
don't 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 think that's it's not coming. Yeah, you're getting the hoodie. If yeah. if Alison was a true troll, she would buy the hoodie and just put it in an enormous telly sized box. Yeah, that's it. That's the sort of thing my dad would do. Because I mean, I know that because he has done that in the past. Ninth birthday, got me a cassette. Oh, that's too young for that. Got yeah. me a cassette. And it, not a bad cassette, a great cassette, actually. I've still got it. It's on the shelf. I can see it from here, right? That was fine. But the box <laughs> but- it came in was fucking huge. <laughs> and then the box inside that was also fucking huge, but slightly smaller. And it went is, on is for your, quite some time. Is your dad's middle name Amazon, by the yeah. way? No. Because <laughs> apparently that's, yeah, that's they can yeah, that up often. We got a, when we got married, we got, gifted one of those ceramic chickens you know you lift the lid off and put bits and pieces in uh, for the kitchen just sort of like a little novelty gift and i shit you not when we got it it was inside eight nested boxes nice fucking hell uh, you see you say that you say that as if it's a thing that pe- I, I like the idea but you say that as if that's just a thing people do like that's a tradition is no, the I mean, little we- ceramic chicken that everyone has yeah we, we don't have in. a ceramic chicken are we, we missing out? Maybe we should get one. I think, I think one. we are. You need to put your receipts, which is what we use it for. <laughs> See, I'm now back on Amazon ceramic <laughs> chicken. It's one you can lift sort of the head and top of the body off of. Fucking hell, it it's, it's 18 quid. That's, uh, ours wasn't that expensive. Let's see. They've got one on Prime at seventeen sixty six. Then in that, do you know what? There is an alarming number of ceramic chickens. There's loads of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the just thinking is, that uh, is... Chuck called, Chuck called ours Henrietta, so there you go. Oh, see, all I can think of when you say Henrietta is the evil dad, too. Fair enough. Yeah. You get a, uh, even a, a ceramic spoon rest with chickens on it. There's just so many things. Yeah, oh my well, God. this is the sort of thing that happens when you have two Doctor Who fans who aren't allowed to put Doctor Who toys on their wedding list. So there why, you go. Why weren't you allowed? Because <laughs> yeah. my dad put his, sure. my dad put his foot down and said, you're not putting Doctor Who toys on your wedding list. wedding. <laughs> yeah. You are the bride. You set the rules. You deserve a do-over. You well, do. it's our fifth anniversary. Next year is our fifth wedding anniversary, so I think it's time for a do-over. Absolutely. Speaking of do-overs, Marvel Heroes... Oh, this is a sad story. Requiem Escape in Pache. So we knew they were closing <laughs> down this game, so they've just yeah. laid everybody off the day before yeah, they- Thanksgiving. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off, you ain't got a job anymore, bye. That's shitty. So they said that they, yeah, this story came out. It's funny, we started talking about this before the shit hit the fan a few weeks ago. But yeah, the uh, staff were suddenly laid off the day before Thanksgiving. And they warned that the game, the game was still due to be shut down on the 31st of uh, December. So people could get a whole, the console players could get a whole, what, eight months out of the game that they'd bought and paid for DLC. And then uh, true to their word, it shut down uh, yesterday, uh, over a month ahead of schedule. Wow. Yeah, I mean, um, the, sta- the, the studio, this isn't just like the, uh, the the entire studio has been shuttered. It right. seems gazillion it, games or whatever. This can't have come as a shock when you think, think about this- it. I mean, when you work on the Marvel Heroes game and Marvel announced they're not doing the Marvel Heroes game anymore, you must realize that's that's it for you there. They must have, to return to a previous thing, they must have put all their eggs in one ceramic chicken. Oh, yeah. See, that's what we call a callback. Doesn't really work when it's immediate. 
but you know, no, still, it's just yeah. Give oh, me some it, fucking credit. However, uh, <laughs> we are saying I'm seeing here on this article this tweet saying no severance pay or yeah, just, nothing. Just fuck off. Uh, I think they're you know all their benefits. I think they still got a few weeks left on their benefits, like you know health and I was going to say health and medical, but you know same thing, dental stuff like that. But uh, yeah month before you know like we say the industry uh, in general and most industries in general you know people are sort of used to being out of work around this time of year you know projects and they have to move on but the suddenness of this uh you know this is a this is a bad time and it, sounds it sucks like, it's like the result of a, yeah it, it does it, but it's like it feels like the result of like an apocalyptic argument between two people of like you know <laughs> We're shutting it down. We'll fine shut it down. We'll shut it down now. Then bang yeah, and just you can't shut us down. We, we watch me do it. <laughs> That's it. I mean, if yeah, like I say, it's a good thing that people don't allow people like me and Rich to run games companies, <laughs> developers, or publishers. <laughs> because that is what I, would have happened if I did. If I worked on any game that had an you know servers there would have to be a giant red fuck off button that I could hammer whenever I, get, I you know, decided to throw a strop. Like they would have to install a dummy button. That's a good thing to have on your desk, like a kill everyone button, but it doesn't really. It doesn't work. That is, no. if you're buying one of those, you're buying a disappointment. Absolutely. It's like, it's like buying a cat. It's a, you know, it's a disappointment waiting to happen. Uh, I would dispute that highly. My cat left her toy in my shoes the other day, and it was adorable. <laughs> you can't buy that sort of emotional connection of a cat yeah. that leaves her favourite toy in your shoe. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, Bungie are up to shittery. Yes. yes. You shouldn't be fucking around when you can so easily replace an I with an L. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was a sort of, it's, you know, it's such a bad time for them to be caught as well. Such a bad time for them to be caught decking around. And this was a weird one because it, people noticed in destiny that they, the amount of experience they were gaining was not correlating to the amount of experience the game was telling them they were gaining. And they dug around in the code and found that, uh, if you, the more you played, the games uh, th- uh, started throttling the amount of XP it actually gave you towards a level up, um, and people found out about this, and they were pissed. Well, yeah, because the game was still telling them, "Hey, you got eight hundred XP," when in fact it was throttling them up to like ninety percent of their XP. So, you could, if it was saying you gained a hundred, you could be gaining ten. Uh, so people they found out about this, and Bungie said. Oh, yeah, that was a system that we put in place, but we're not really happy with it. So we're going to turn it off now. And people were like, yeah, you fucking are. So Bungie turned it off. And then people noticed things still weren't right. And it turned out that as they turned off the system, which throttled your XP, they doubled the required amount of XP to reach a new level. What, what, what are people, what's people's problems? Eh? What, what's the fucking problem? Well, it doesn't. It, 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 it would not come as a surprise to you to learn that the XP that you were gaining is XP towards uh, a loot box, <sighs> which they also sell for money. So it's not really coincidence that they kind of don't want you being able to just grind events when you could be spending money. 
So, yeah, people are pissed. Uh, and they've cancelled a... It hasn't happened yet, or it hasn't happened as, uh, as of the time of recording, but they cancelled a live stream of their upcoming DLC for the game uh, in order to put a blog post out uh, uh, promising like more transparency and stuff. And yeah, transparency doesn't really work too well when the thing that you're going to be transparent about is how much of a ball bag you are. This is why they don't sell see-through toilets, my friends. No one wants to see that shit, literally. Now that you've said it, now that you've said it, I want one. (laughs) I do want one. I want to see, yeah. I've always wanted one with the little shelf on the back. When I stand up, I do look down. Because I'm everybody curious. Does. Everybody Everyone does. does that. Everyone does that. Well, you've got to for your health, haven't you? You've got to make oh, sure absolutely. that nothing, nothing unexpected is happening. Like, I don't believe yeah. every, there's anyone who doesn't look in the hanky when you're blowing your nose. Uh, hanky. Yeah. What you, who the fuck has it? I mean, yeah. In I mean, the I mean, tissue. Because you've got to see if there's brain there. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and sometimes there is. I remember, I remember uh, you know, uh, we have a virulent strain of hemorrhoids that run in the family. And the first time I looked down and saw a Red Bull, it was terrifying. No, it's sort of a welcome treat. It's like, oh, it's that time of the year. Uh, I've said too much. I feel so, yeah. But it's okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe pay attention to some of those fibrous cereals uh, further down the aisle past the Lucky Charms. Well, no, you know, the last time when I ate the Lucky Charms, I just passed a clear gel, which smelled oh, I don't know. Hell. You know what's funny oh, about Lordy. that? I did do that once, and I still don't know what it means. Uh... But yes, so uh, I would really like a clear toilet. Fair enough. Now that you've put it in my head, I feel like you have a responsibility to do that. This feels like an appropriate time to tell the story of the time I made Alison think she had a urine infection by buying the wrong color toilet roll. You're a wonderful man. Because we normally get white toilet roll, right? Which is the only, I, I feel like is the only appropriate choice it, it seems that way but because no, you can buy black ones and that's just oh, you can buy no. all kinds all kinds of toilet roll in a variety of colors and patterns and i thanks to sort of supermarket lighting i picked up the one that's sort of just off white Beige. Uh, sort of a right. light beige color yeah and then with the lighting in the bathroom as well it's an led light in there Alison couldn't quite see the color of it and then when then she saw that it, she thought that we was off color and she needed to see the doctor and stuff but it was just the toilet roll hmm. not as funny as i thought in the end but i i enjoyed it it's like it's, yeah. no well, I, I am enjoying it okay yeah <laughs> um so yeah, Bungie cancel the live stream. <laughs> yeah, as you would, as you would. So yeah, they cancel the live stream. I don't know what they've said, but uh, you know, like I say, I don't know what benefit being transparent has when it is clear that you've just been it's a awful. shit. Yeah. yeah, and you don't you don't intend to. And it's you know back I, the shittery at any point. It did remind me. Uh, it says you know apparently people have been having real problems with Bungie not sort of being vocal with the community about what's going on. The last time I had sort of any interaction with Bungie was back in the you know Halo two and three days uh, on Bungie.net. And Bungie at the time they did have they had a real problem with their uh, sort of own forums. And that what they would do is they they would find sort of people who were popular within the community who hosted events and stuff and then they would say hey come and be part of our moderation team and you know what happens 
what tends to happen when you give people with absolutely no experience in dealing with other people power over other people happened and people would go off the rails and you know start banning and issuing you know decrees uh off their own bat and they say oh you scamp that's why we love them so much so it seems like they haven't really you know learned anything learned anything yeah i think really bungie if you have to lie about what's happening in your game to your users then you shouldn't be doing it and you know that which is why you lied yeah and Mm -hmm. hid things so i don't know what to tell you other than to shrug and sigh at you (laughs) (laughs) anyway what's this about other cheaters in something else advertising their hacks in game jk PUBG. Yep. oh player unknown battlegrounds battlegrounds yes, um, <laughs> yes. i so the, I, re- I refuse to call it by the other name the pl- uh, plug I, the other short know. name people have come up with it i don't know <sighs> i've only just learned what PUBG is really um <laughs> i don't know i mean th- this is all really a moderation issue isn't it it's kind of funny though. i mean yeah but it's it's the advertising them in game have you seen the video on the uh, on the article? It's a player driving along in a car, and there's a, a guy on foot running alongside him, showing off his mod, his hack that allows you to run faster than a car, and saying, come, join me on such and such a website, and you too can have these powers. And then he just takes off and disappears into the fucking horizon. Wow. I kind of like that. <laughs> I mean, this is all down to the, the game people. They need to stop this really because at the end of the day people are gonna do this and you're in an arms race against them really yeah. uh but i think that's the nature of the business mm. I, I really think it is um but, you know it, it's it's why we have passwords on things and stuff like that in an ideal world people would just leave shit alone that wasn't theirs but they don't so you've got to yeah. deal with that um yeah, as soon as someone hands me their phone, if it is unlocked, I'm going into their picks. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. Um, and what's Epic is suing a, f- a 14-year-old? Yep, Epic are suing Because he cheated in a game. What a crock of shit. Uh, I think specifically, not because he cheated, but because he advertised and promoted cheating, cheating. software. Uh, and they and- didn't know that he was a 14-year-old. And, and they to be fair, him. they sent him lots of letters before they sued him. Yeah. Um, and it was this was sort of the final end stage. And then his mum found out at the point he was being sued. Yeah. And I think if this was happening to me, there would yep. be no need for Epic to sue me because my mum would have buried me under the patio. I would have been fucking dead. Dead. Yeah. I was um, at first. I was sympathetic to this kid. I was like, oh, come on, Epic, don't be suing a fourteen-year-old. But then the more I thought about it, I. I realized something to put it in terms that you can understand. Do you know those people in the cinema who talk? Yeah. You yeah. like to sue them. I'd yes. like to kill them. I know. You, paid, you paid money to come in and watch a film and they are there ruining that experience for you. I think suing is the least that I but should be allowed know, to do. If, if you yeah. read about this, the 14-year-old has been an unrelenting little shit about it as well. Yeah, yeah. this is, yeah. I mean, on a, yeah, this is the thing. Is like, who is this? This is a bad mum. You can say what you want about Epic suing a 14-year-old, but this is a bad mum <laughs> who has, you know, 
I could have been completely fucking innocent of the crimes and just the word that I was being sued would have my mum you know. would assume I was guilty my mum would oh, absolutely. Like, my mum would have instantly said what did you do wrong I think <laughs> it is the go, how dare you ever- sue my child Fortnite epic everyone under the age of 18 I assume I mean genuinely I believe teenagers and even like you know upwards of the age of five years old until you reach 16 17 you are a sociopath it is the nature of our maturing process that in that sort of 10 15 year period you don't give a fuck about anything you are there to test what you can and can't get away with and so it's the duty of every parent to immediately assume the worst about their child you know the movie war games I, I, I've, I, never, I've never seen it, but I feel like I've absorbed it by cultural osmosis. I, I just feel that there should be some legal ramifications for Matthew Broderick's parents at the end of all of that shit. Like, yeah, really. You, you just got him a modem. You, you didn't it, ask, you know, you know. That's what led to Matthew Broderick killing that guy. It is. Everyone forgets yeah. that Matthew Broderick killed that, that yeah. guy. Yeah. I don't think he did Godzilla it wasn't, he? And yet Godzilla was still the worst thing he ever did. Really, Godzilla? I, I know it was bad. I'm not disputing that. I'm just wondering if it's the worst thing I ever saw Matthew Broderick in. Have you seen Inspector Gadget? Isn't there two of those? There's two of them. There are, uh, yeah. I've seen the first one. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. And I Even I haven't seen that, and I watch some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you, this is true. There may have been even worse, even more worse things Matthew Broderick did than that time he killed that guy. <laughs> so, uh yeah. Square Enix share their reasons for dropping Hitman Studio. Is that low? It's IO, isn't it? IO. Oh, yeah. IO. IO. Yeah. IO. Yeah, I threw this in because this week and the past few weeks have just been a, you know, a cavalcade of uh, developer country. Uh, that wasn't the word country, I said. Uh, that was country. And okay. so I wanted to throw this in because this is an example of a, a studio being quite nice and quite good this is quite a nice story so yes because square enix uh, who owned uh, not just the hitman ip but they actually owned io interactive the company that makes hitman uh, they revealed why they allowed the company to go that why they basically sold the company back to its original owners and allowed them to keep the hitman franchise and it's because they uh, are currently working on a new uh, Disney Marvel game for Disney, a new Avengers game, and some other stuff, some Kingdom Hearts stuff, I'm sure. Uh, mm-hmm. And they knew that they couldn't sort of devote any any finances or any time towards uh, this another, you know, the next season of Hitman. So rather than shelving <laughs> it, they sold it back to the developer. They sold the developer, and then they sold the the franchise back to the developer at a loss. And uh, because they said, right, well, that's the best thing for the franchise, which is kind of unheard. You know, we all remember last year, the, the fucking, you know, the fuck Konami thing. You know, they Konami currently are not making any fucking games, but they're still holding all of their IPs hostage. Yeah. Uh, and this is the example of, you know, a company doing the exact opposite. This seems to be a company that actually gives a shit about games. Well, it seems like they've done the right thing. I'm sure fans of the Hitman series are going to be very pleased. I I have yet to play it, but it's on Uh, the list. 
yeah yeah it was a very good re- it was a very good sort of reboot it was sort of a step backwards from the absolute disaster that was hitman absolution mm. yeah that thing had one of the most some of the most questionable design choices of any game ever uh but yeah so it'll be interesting to see i'm 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 worried i'm hoping that io now that they're independent they will hopefully move forward rather than reverting back to what they did in an absolution but we'll see it's nice that the franchise isn't just gone well yeah you know because it'll be a long time before we ever see another silent hill or uh metal gear or anything that's owned by fucking konami so but at least we'll get more hitman cool yep what else do we have oh yeah they're doing a new assassin's creed rogue thingy well allegedly i mean this this is sort of the same italian retailers that was about you know that we talked about weeks and weeks ago mm-hmm. with this supposed shenmue port to the xbox and things uh, like this um so i you know pinch of salt but um you can't yeah that's the thing about italians you just can't trust them we just don't, we don't have Shenmue yet. Exactly. So, you know. I felt like I was coming down pretty hard on the Japanese. And so I thought, right, I should either lay off or lay into everyone universally. So this week, Italy, fuck you. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so. Um, but it, so Rogue is kind of, because um, obviously they've remastered what, you know, the Ezio trilogy. So yeah. two, Brotherhood and Revelations. So Logic would say do three next. Um, but they've sort of skipped ahead to Rogue, which is weird because it's like the lukewarm water between the awesomeness of Black Flag and the shittery of Unity. It's kind of the the, the forgotten one. I mean, I guarantee you, if you... Have you played I've, it? I have. I've played uh, it. Um, is this the one that came out on, on sort of the 360 and PS3 yeah. after those things had ended? And there, there were two that year. Yeah, this yeah, was the year the they did Unity. Unity and rogue right which yeah. you know thematically plays quite well rogue was rogue was the last one for the ps3 and 360 whereas unity was going on to the new consoles so i mean it kind of got lost because obviously the the clusterfuck that was the release of unity and everything that was wrong with it and people just forgot about rogue well this is um, the funny thing is that i remember at the time because of the clusterfuck that was unity uh, rogue was actually like received relatively well because it worked. Yeah, <laughs> it ran, prob- you know, it was based on uh, the the Black Flag engine. So yeah. it was, yeah. But the problem is, it's like sort of a third generation photocopy of Black yeah. Flag in that it's not anywhere near as good as Black Flag. And the protagonist of it, um, although it's got an interesting twist in that you're playing as an Guy. assassin turned Templar, um, it's... It's you know it it's one of those things of like I had it for a while before I played it and I'd long since played Unity and Black Flag, and it was like oh well it's nice to go back to those mechanics because the ship the ship you know sailing a ship around yeah. is is fun and hunting stuff and and discovering little islands and stuff I and mean, that's all fun but it it just kind of got lost in in the wash and um, I, I do wonder if the idea of giving it HD remake is to kind of reintroduce it to people who probably missed it in the kerfuffle last time well what i noticed about this uh, i looked it up and it is interesting because it is available on pc uh rogue is available on pc so i don't know what this uh remaster it'll be interesting to see how it stands up if they if they are actually changing anything or if they're just going to put it out and sort of bump up the specs to what it was capable of on you know pc at the time Uh, it'll be interesting 
the same thing happened with uh, there was a similar thing that happened with Assassin's Creed 3 there was Assassin's Creed um, oh what was the name of it it was the one with uh, Aveline yeah Liberation Liberation that was the one uh, which launched that was a PSP exclusive uh, at the same time that Assassin's Creed 3 came out on the the 360 and the PS3 and it kind of got lost and it was considered to be the far superior game because you had yes, a, it is. A, a, a protagonist with, you know, uh, what's it called? Personality. And yeah, uh, yeah so it got, uh, I think it got, did it get a, a console? Yep, I have it. It's got an, it's got yeah. an HD, it was on the Xbox Arcade. I mean, I don't know what right. the, so it's one of those ones that it was the old thing of, um, like in terms, there used to be those sort of things of the full games have a thousand gamer score and then you can get, the yeah. arcade games were slightly shorter and then they they usually they used to be capped at 400 and yeah. that's the the way it is now still you if you buy it um it periodically goes on sale from time to time so keep your eye yeah. out but it's priced at 24.99 otherwise so don't buy it for that but that's, if you could i mean i've seen it at like chunky <laughs> yeah i mean because i bought it on sale when it was 4.99 so that's more it's it's range so let me see what it is on uh steam because i'm pretty sure i'm pretty i'm almost positive it's on it's on steam Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Liberation. Ah, and it is HD. Yeah. Uh, fifteen ninety nine. So yeah, they yeah. are keeping the price up, but it is the HD yeah. version, which uh, because you know the game was originally for the fucking PSP, they did do a good job on upgrading it. So yeah, that's it's funny because I consider myself quite a, a fan of the Assassin's Creed. Well, I used to be before Unity, but um, but yeah, there's two games that I haven't played. One of them is arguably a better one than one of the ones I have played. So yeah, I, uh, I may actually pick that up if they, if they do, if they actually do sort of some sort of HD thing where they, you know, introduce higher res textures and bump it up on the PC as well. I might pick it up there. Well, I think there's probably, uh I think there's probably a case to be made to that it would be sort of profitable to to HD remaster all the Assassin's Creed. I think there's probably, you know, a not inconsiderable amount of people who'd like to see the first one, given a given a bit of spit and polish. So, like I said, my um, little sister's been playing. She got it on on the PS3, so she's been playing playing that. I think she has most of them, but uh, she's still working her way through them. So there is still some uh, some desire from the fan base. Oh yeah, I think so. Well, especially now Origins has has gone down quite well. I think you know, sort of jump in while you know hit the eye while it's hot, sort of thing, and 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 go for it. So yeah, I think there's probably uh, there's still going to be. I, I can see there's going to be a thing of they will eventually remaster all of them. Probably. Okay. So I always go quiet with Assassin's Creed because I I have no opinion. <laughs> you got nothing. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> so, finally. Four and a half years after raising $121,000, Skyrim's composer's Kickstarter still hasn't released his album. Okay. That is a great story. I mean, looking at the the, uh, bump from the text of this, he hasn't even started. It seems to be. What did he need $121,000 for? Orchestra. Music. Ah. Yeah. Probably don't I, write an orchestral I just love that the album. album, the album is called The Northerner, and that is the least orchestral thing I can think of. <laughs> really is, isn't it? It really. I is. don't know, ja- like Japanese penis twitch, whatever we were talking about. I mean, that's that's uh, more of that's an indie pretty, band. Yes, yeah, more of a pretty good punk band. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is a lesson of Kickstarter. 
Yeah. You, you yeah. Don't have, the, I've, I've considered doing it myself. Just make up something that sounds amazing, raise $3 million, and fuck off. That is, a, yeah, that does seem to be really Kickstarter's primary primary purpose. I was going to say, that I think that's what it's for, right? Yeah, that's what it's for. Uh, whenever, whenever someone actually makes good on a Kickstarter, it's sort of like an accident. You, people look at it with surprise, like, oh, that happened? Yeah. <laughs> that actually... Uh, but yeah, I think everyone's was sort of surprised because this guy is, was, and still is, uh, you know, a, a big name composer. You know, he's done Skyrim and a whole bunch of other games. So, you know, it seems that he used his name, you know, that built a lot of confidence in it. Yeah. And just reading through, you know, Kotaku got in touch with his, his, uh, represent, his, his uh, what do you call it, his managers. And his managers, the messages that his manager sent, managers are real ball bag. Mm. Just the tone of the message that they they you know sent through. You know, um, let's have a look. You know, uh, currently the people making noise are backers that I have refunded and have become trolls. And I'm currently working with Kickstarter to get them removed from posting on our page. Fuck you! You took people's money and you gave them nothing. Yeah, get on with it. Or give them yeah. their money back. I'm guessing yeah, they so spent Kotaku some. Kotaku wrote this article and uh, they got in touch with his management and got in touch with him. And, you know, they basically got nothing from them. And they posted the article. And then as they, after they posted the article, he's gone online and said he will release uh, Northern Diaries on December 20th. This is not the symphony he kickstarted, but the fully produced vignettes of his ideas for it so far. That sounds like a fart in the wind. It, it sounds like bullshit. But I kind of, I kind of love this story because it reminded me of the one and only thing I have kickstarted, and it was many years ago, and it was actually a fucking uh, a record, an album. Right. Yeah, uh, I put in thirty quid towards it. Was a tribute album. I, it was sort of a cover tribute album to uh, a musician called uh, Sparkle Horse. Which is a lovely name, uh, very lovely name. But he does some awesome. He did some awesome music, and then, uh, and then he killed himself. Which I feel like that could be like a really efficient blurb for most biopics of musicians. He did some, he did some music, really great then music, himself. and then he killed himself. <laughs> but yeah, no, this uh, the, the the bunch of guys uh, arranged for a. Uh, a tribute album that was going to be pressed on vinyl. Uh, this was actually before I was collecting vinyl, but I sort of just discovered this guy's music and it was awesome. And it was a bunch of uh, uh, like other artists that I was really into, like the Flaming Lips and Granddaddy. And they, uh, you know, for 30 quid, you could get your, you know, it was a colored vinyl copy of the thing. Um, everything seemed to be going well. They were recording with the artists and they were sending off for test pressings and then everything went quiet. And it's weird because it seems like they really tried in this instance to get it out, but the guy's estate became aware of everything that was happening and stepped in and stopped the whole thing. So they tried to, they couldn't give people their money back, but they like sent out, you know, they gave away concert tickets and uh, made all the tracks available for free online. They did their best, but I haven't kickstarted anything since. And the reputation of such, such services has, has only gone down. Yeah, yeah, it has. Mm. I, d I don't ever look at them, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I do enjoy, there's a few YouTube channels out, uh, that occasionally, I don't actually subscribe to everything, but any of them, but they pop up every now and again where, you know, it's sort of, uh, 
it's become a thing of showing, you know, uncovering phony Kickstarters either before oh, yeah. or after they've they've had the opportunity to take people's money. Yeah, I see a lot of that on YouTube. Yeah. It's always kind of enjoyable to watch that. And and better that you know. Yeah. And so we reached the end of our news. So who would like to talk about some gaming things they've been doing this week? Emma? Lads, something truly terrible has happened to me. Um, (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm sorry. Here's the problem. I was almost didn't didn't want to come and tell this story because I know what your reaction is going to be, both of you. But I'm going to tell it anyway. Have I become Um, predictable? Yeah, because I know what you're gonna. I know what's gonna happen to me right now, because um, I was on my Wolfenstein Get Good file because I had two files. I got my completionist one, and I got my Get Good one, and um, somehow, I think it was my fault a bit. <laughs> I might have pressed the wrong button at the wrong time, and my the saves have got fucked up. I have lost everything. Oh, my progress of my get my 84% completion is file gone. Oh, that is deleted. That is everything. That is a fully erect Japanese penis. That hurts. That hurts. Yeah. Yeah. It really actually, it was one of those, when I realized what had happened, it was one of those things where you get that nasty sort of pit in the stomach. I, feel. What, what happened? What, what was the, how I think this? what happened was when I, I was coming out of my get good file and I was going to go and pick up a few collectibles and stuff just to mm-hmm. sort of, cause I've been sort of picking away at it. So it can be, it gets a bit boring going and looking for yes. stuff. So I was like, I was, I was messing around on my get good file. And I was like, okay, well, I'll go and pick up some collectibles. I'm sort of finished with that bit for now. And rather, when I came back out to the to the screen where it's got your files, I flicked over to my get good file, and instead of continue, I pressed new game. Oof. And the thing just went... <laughs> I've tried rolling back to old saves. It won't have it. It's... It like has all the weapon attachments. It still thinks I've killed all the Uber commanders, but it thinks it, it won't acknowledge that I've got any upgrades. It has deleted all my, um, you know, Jesus. your your, you know, when you level up and you know, yeah, you, you, yeah, the, perks um, and stuff. The perks deleted all the perks, all the collectibles, everything. Oh, so wolfenstein came out of the came before it got frisbeed out of the window <laughs> i very calmly took it out of my xbox i put it back on the shelf and i started playing lego city undercover instead <laughs> and i've been playing that for a couple of days firing pigs out of cannons and um you know building stuff and having fun in lego city instead for a while Ooh. so wolfenstein I think it's an unrecoverable situation. I'm going to have to start again and do all the Uber commanders and do all the collectibles. And the one go, thing I would say, like yeah. I have said, you don't have to. You don't get no, anything don't other to. than the no. achievements. But you're gone, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just not just not for a while. So it's gone back uh, on the shelf until I'm not game, mad yeah. anymore. It has you and by the lady balls. <laughs> it does. Uh, but it's got, it's gone back on the shelf. It's probably going to be there for a few months. I'm going to play Lego City on the cover. That's going to take me a while because, again, I have to do 100% completion. That's a 40-hour completion at least. So Lego City is going to be played for a while. I'm going to play that and enjoy it. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to, you know, do some free running and, you know, drive cars like a lunatic and go over stunt jumps and do, you know, enjoy the the, uh, nice little Lego City for a while. So Wolfenstein is temporarily dead to me. 
Fair hmm. enough. The Nazis won. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that is a, that. You know, at least my sort of weird bug with Wolfenstein, I was able to navigate my way out of it through luck more than anything. Uh, it's been a long, long time since I've had a, a you know, a save game go corrupt. Yeah. A long time. I can't even remember when the last time was. I do. It was Tuesday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. It's, that it's just still raw because it sorry, literally you, happened like twi- less than, less than you, a couple of days ago. <laughs> it just reminded me of Street Fighter the movie, but for me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, so that's it. my that's my week in gaming. I I've got oh, a big sad, so that's it. Yeah. Poor Parama. Um you know, could be worse, you could be on fire. Yeah. That's quite true, yeah. Very I'm sad. still alive to play it again, but you know, I'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna have a sad for a while. Oh well. Mike oh. then, do you wanna do you wanna go for it? Uh yeah, fuck you, Emma. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was in, uh, not for that last story, but uh, for this next one, uh, I uh, started playing uh, the Turing Test. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very good game. It's very enjoyable. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's a sort of for anyone who doesn't know, it's a first-person puzzle game, sort of uh, in the vein of Portal. You have a, a sort of gun, you manipulate your way through the environment. The, the main pu- uh, sort of thrust of the the puzzle mechanic is it's all based around uh orbs which power stuff and moving them around the right switches in order to navigate your way through a puzzle environment it's as far as puzzle games go uh i you know i found it relatively i found it easier than i found like portal there were you know portal uh, puzzle puzzles and the likes of portal and other games like that which genuinely i just could not figure out uh, that didn't happen in the Turing test. I found some of them. I actually found the sort of the difficulty curve to be a little over, all over the place. Sometimes you would just encounter mm-hmm. a really difficult puzzle out of nowhere. Yeah. And then the rest of them would be, you know, uh, much easier by comparison. But it was enjoyable. Um, there is still one puzzle, an optional puzzle that you find in the game that I completed. And I don't know how. Oh yeah, because I saw the picture. It's because um, yeah, I couldn't one. the boolean one. Yeah, I couldn't. Th- that was like I was like I don't even fucking know where to start with this. That was complete trial and error. Complete yeah. trial and error. I have no idea how I completed that at all. That's when I when I when the final door opened, and I walked through. I thought, right, I'm going to take a screenshot and send it to that bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what makes it worse is that bitch cheated because she couldn't work it out so um apparently because <laughs> well the, i couldn't the... work it out either i couldn't <laughs> honestly say that i worked it out i just managed to open the door somehow yeah well i mean because when i looked up the solution apparently because i i couldn't i contemplated asking chuck but chuck is such a fucking backseat driver with puzzle games uh, i couldn't bear to hear it <laughs> so um but it, it's something that i think he would understand because apparently it's something to do with logic gates well yeah whenever i picked up whenever the little achievement popped up on thing boolean logic i was like i know what boolean is it's on off states it's and or yeah arguments. yeah it's this or this or this or this yeah yeah but, and there were parts of the puzzle that i understood but the last few doors, I was just, I was just, I was living life as I usually live it. I was shooting loads and hoping for the best. Um, so yeah, so but um, the you know as far as that goes, it's a, an enjoyable little puzzle game. I really enjoyed the story, though. Yes, the story I very much enjoyed. I don't know how Would- much we. 
How much Which could, is why we talk I sort of encouraged it? you. We, oh yeah, maybe sort of be a bit vague about it because that's why I sort of encouraged you to try. Because I really thought you would enjoy the story. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's um, the story. Uh, well, the premise is you are a an explorer. But you're, uh, are you a, you're sort of a technician or engineer? Yeah, like a scientist. Scientist. Yeah. Uh, on a station that's orbiting uh, uh, Europa, Europa. one yeah. Saturn's moons. And the ground team, you are woken out of stasis by the station's AI, Tom. And he sends you to find the ground team down on Europa who have sealed their, themselves away and constructed a series of puzzles to keep him and you away. And the idea is... Well, the sort of the initial conceit is that he can't solve the puzzles by himself because he's not allowed to think laterally or, you know, in, uh, creatively. So he needs you to do it, which is sort of the initial thing that brings in the aspect of the Turing test, which was, um, I was going to call him Albert Turing. Uh, no, what's his face? Alan. Alan. Alan, not Albert. Alan Turing's test of, uh, well, it's, you know, it's a fun, it's an interesting thought experiment, you know, that, you have someone conduct uh, a polite conversation with uh, both another human being and a computer through only uh, a computer interface. And if at the end of the test, the, uh, the person can't decipher which one of them was or was not the computer, then the computer is said to have passed the Turing test. And it basically uses that to sort of and a bunch of other similar uh philosophical questions and logic puzzles to investigate the idea of when computers become sentient and, you know, when you can consider a computer to have developed uh, a consciousness. And that was all very interesting. And I really, I enjoyed that, you know, the, uh, the, you know, discussion with Tom and sort of how things develop as you go on through it. The part of it that I really enjoyed was when the, the the issues when it talks about the issues of immortality mm. because when it comes to immortality personally i would grab hold of it but like from a principal point i think that immortality would be one of the worst possible fucking things that could happen to our species uh, have you never seen highlander i've seen highlander yes uh that's why i would personally grab onto it i want to cut some fucking heads off well the thing is with Highlander there can only be one of them. So it's not it's not a case of everyone is reaching immortality, it's only one of them. So it's not so bad. I would be pissed at the end because at the end of the first I've never seen any of the other Highlanders. Uh, I stayed well away from them. Yeah, they're all awful. Because I've been warned about them. <laughs> they're, they're all very bad. But like the prize at the end for killing all of the other immortal people is that you get to be mortal. Yeah. I'd be pissed. It's shit being immortal, that's the problem. The people I who I, are don't want to be. You don't want to be. You don't want to be immortal. No. That'd be but, rubbish. But yeah, but the thing, the, the stance I've always taken on like immortality is I, I think it would be absolutely fucking terrible for us as a species. Oh, and God, as a, yeah. We, we, where would we all go? Well, more than that, you, when these things come out, you know who the, f the first people, if, if immortality was discovered tomorrow, do you know the first person who would be made immortal? Donald Trump. Trump. Donald fucking Trump. Because uh, that is the one good thing that we can say about our species. We have some terrible fucking people. We have some terrible... I, I have no doubt that Donald Trump will die with a smile on his face. Yeah. He will, you know, that's the sad... You know, we like to imagine that there's, you know, some balance and, you know, the oh, people always get what's coming to... No, they fucking don't. 
he will die happy. He will die one of the happiest men on this planet, having lived a life that few could dare to dream of and believing that everything he did was right, never having to face any you know responsibility for any of his actions. But at least he will die. <laughs> that exactly. is the one... That is the one bright spot. At least he can and will die. And that's something I think we should hold on to. I, I do. <laughs> well, what, what sort of interested me was we, we talked about the ending, which we obviously we yeah. won't reveal here. Yes. But it was sort of interesting that we, we both came to the same conclusion. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. Um, but I, what I really liked about the Turing test as well was the thought that had gone into the design. And like, if you took the time to look around the like in, in between the stages of going through the the uh, different chambers, yeah. like the rooms you ended up in, like the thought that had gone into the design of them, like in one of them that you notice that there's writing on the wall, but it's like in that capture stuff because it's like, of course, it would be so Tom can't fucking read it. Holy shit! I never caught that. That's why they were writing like that on the walls. Yes. Because you can't read it because it's he capture. Oh, that's good. I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I, did, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, at the end of the Turing test, I did believe that I was a robot. Uh, but uh, I don't know whether that means I've passed or failed. But also, I have trouble with. Ca- you remember fucking, uh, fucking last week? I couldn't complete the capture for the Google Doc. Yeah. So, yeah. And neither of you have ever seen me in person. No, but I know someone who has. You do know someone who has. That's disappointing. Yeah. I knew that meeting was a mistake. Yeah. I know <laughs> I know you're real. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it was, it's a good I, game. It's I a good, highly it is a very recommend good game. it. Yeah. yeah. So I installed that. I played through that. Uh, I very much enjoyed that. And uh, it's, I've, sort of, I've done it now. Uh, and the only other thing I've been playing, I, did anyone pick up anything on Black Friday? No. No, I mean, because oh, I, I yeah. was sort of being good because, um, <laughs> like, all the games that I want are kind of on my Christmas list now, so oh. I'm I'm being good. Oh, Rich? I did, yeah. Um, right. I, well, I've actually picked up stuff post-Black Friday because it goes on forever yeah. now, yeah. apparently. They didn't, yeah, they didn't, Steam did not call it the uh, the Black Friday seal. They just, uh, just did it as, sale. like, the autumn seal. Yeah. Um, I finally bought a copy of Retro City Rampage because I'd like to play that. I've heard a lot about that. Uh, got it for the 3DS. It was like uh, 45% off. Yeah, I have that on, uh, I think I have that on Steam. I bought it years ago. I think I played it for like five minutes uh, and then moved on to something else. But yeah, it's one of those games I've always wanted to go back to. Yeah, so I'll give that a look. And I I know there's a, a, it it is available on the Switch already, and they've got a physical release coming, albeit a limited one. So I'm going to try and grab a copy of that for the the Switch. Uh, But it it is discounted on there as well, at least until tomorrow, I think. Cool. Um, And I also got myself a couple of old Zelda games, Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. Oh, yeah. Because <clears throat> again, the they two were that sort of tie into each other. The Game Boy Color, weren't they? They were indeed, yes. And they, yeah, you you're meant to play them both, which is yeah. a great idea on Nintendo's part. Yeah, buy two games. Why? Why the fuck not? And and you know, they, well, I like they, that because it sort of doubles down because the Zelda games, you know, well, Nintendo games generally they do fall back on a trope that's used quite often is the the dual worlds, the idea of sort of being able to jump between two versions of the same world. Uh, it's used a lot in Mario and Zelda games. Uh, 
and then they did that so each game has its own world and it ha- each game has two versions of the same world that you can jump back and forth between and then there were two games so they sort of they did zelda squared that year yeah so uh, I'll, I'll see how they go but i'm still playing link to the past <laughs> i saw the screenshot you said you're you're nearly done i'm so close now I'm 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 in the right. I've done all of the dungeons, and I'm in the going to find Ganon bit of it. So I'm I'm so close now. <laughs> but it, it's kind of I think there's I think it's the last dungeon that I've got to do. Uh, so it's it's just consuming most of my brain cycles, uh, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Because uh, I I need to get it done, and I've realised that will be my fifth Zelda game this year. So <laughs> they've gone down well with me. It, it would appear. It would seem so. Uh, have you started? Have you considered doing uh, any more Metroids? I I'm going to. What's because, the plural of Metroids? Metroid. Metroid. I think it is. That would hmm. make sense. I well, with the SNES uh, Mini, it's got Super Metroid. Okay. So I thought I would give that a go on it next. Probably a good way to play it. Yeah, if I bought it, I need to I, I need to justify it and play all <laughs> yeah. the fucking games on it. So that's, yeah. I'm going to keep working my way through. Yeah. Um, and, and so I thought that's where, where I'd Well, Alison can't next. say anything to you because she still has a 3DS. Yeah, she, she needs used. to get on with it. For, yeah. It bugs me. It's just I, sat there. I but, a, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, sorry. Let you finish. I, I, I've also been playing um, Hyrule Warrior Legends. Oh, really? What's yeah. that like? I'm enjoying it. Isn't that the sort of Dynasty Warriors type thing? No idea. Don't know what Dynasty Warriors is. Big battlefield you run around, kicking the shit out of armies. Yeah, it That's, is yeah. that. But this one's Zelda themed. Yeah. And that, and they've just brought out the uh, Fire Emblem one. So I thought I'd give this one. A, I feel like I actually talked about this last week now. No, I don't think you did. did I no, not? I don't remember this. Okay, I thought I'd buy this one. Have I you been it... talking about games with other people, Rich? No, 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 I promise. Um, mm. and so I got it pre-owned, thought I'd give it a go, and it's pretty good. So I will get Fire Emblem things later. This is raising a problem for me, though, where I'm, I'm trying to decide whether to get games on the 3DS or the Switch, mm. like when, when there's a version of the game for both things. That's, that is tricky. It is tricky. And I, I I get that the Switch is better in many ways, but in other ways it isn't. And I was going to say, I, I was going to say, like if a game was like more of a you take it and play it, you know, every a, a little bit, you know, every once in a while, then it would it would be good for on the go, and you should get it on that. But if you were going to like sit down and play it for extended periods of time, you should probably get it on the Switch. But as I understand it you tend to use the switch on the go, you know, handheld. Yeah. So I don't know. So I don't know. Yeah. So it's, I've got that problem with that one and farming simulator 18. I think that's the problem Nintendo we're going to face going forward with the switch. Now that the 3ds has even, you know, they're admitting game freak are admitting that the 3ds has sort of reached its, it's uh, epilogue. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, know, I don't what, I, I, what is well, the next thing they're going to maybe, do? Maybe you know? maybe the 3DS you could sort of look at it as um if you're playing a like a, a game which is like maybe not even a remaster but an older game it's going to be yeah. more sympathetically realized on something with a slightly lower resolution screen 
That, so, is a, that is a problem with some like retro games on the retro pie, like viewing them on a big screen. So if you want something yeah. that's going to sort of be more sympathetic to that, you want to play it on the 3DS. But if you've got something that's shiny HD whiz bang, even though you're using it handheld, that's more suited to the Switch. Hmm. I think I've got the answer, though. I will buy is the it, 3DS version. you're going to buy a fucking Mega Drive or something? No, but I would if I could. <laughs> that's the point. Would you, Rich? I no, because I can and I won't. But um, I'm going to get the 3DS versions of the games because traditionally games that come out towards the end of life of a console become very expensive later. An True. excellent point. Because they don't make a huge amount of them. Exactly. So, yeah. And the inverse of that is games that come out at the beginning of a console's lifespan tend to get mm. cheap. cheap. Yeah. So I will get the 3DS versions of these games now while they're just retail price. And then maybe one day, if I like them, I'll get the Switch versions, but maybe not. Fair we'll enough. see. But yeah, I'm going to go with the 3DS versions there. Talk myself into it. <laughs> I had a turbulent Black Friday. A turbulent one? Turbulent. Because uh, I've been going on and on about this fucking monitor that I want to get. Uh, and the one that I had my eye on, it was the, uh, the Asus ROG Swift. It was the PG248... Q, uh, which tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, I shouldn't have to go yep. into depth, but I will for the sake of, you know, our uh, our mentally subnormal listeners. Hey, Nick. Um, so, oh no, 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 right? Okay, <laughs> that's not starting. That's not being a thing. I'm just saying that now. Okay, fair enough. I'm not getting uh, into this. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Right, continue. Okay. Uh, yes, the, uh, the monitor I was looking at, it was a, I wanted something for gaming. I yeah. was looking primarily at the high refresh rate and I wanted G-Sync. And this was basically the, the, one of the cheapest ones from a reputable-ish, uh, manufacturer. And it was sitting at around 400. Okay. And it could do up to a hundred. Well, it's sort of standard 144 Hertz, but you can overclock it to 180 which i didn't think i would need but you know nice to have and i was i've been telling myself since i put it on my uh go away phone uh since i put it on my wish list that if it goes under 350 i'll get it and on black friday it went under 350 did you get it i didn't i didn't because at that point at the point of you know having to hand over money i started looking a bit closer and i started looking at the uh reviews and sort of problems people were having and it turns out that it has a questionable level of quality control a uh, lot of people more well not a lot of people but more people than i was comfortable with were having issues with uh dodgy screens and i didn't want to get into all that and i also decided that because i do you know photos and stuff and uh, image editing that I would, uh, instead, I would leave it and I would get one with uh, the, the this one because one of the reasons it's cheap is that it has a TN panel, which is good for a high speed, but doesn't give you great color or uh, good viewing angles. So I've decided that I'll be getting one of two other models that are ha have an IPS screen, but still do the high refresh rate and have G-Sync. What's G-Sync? Uh, G-Sync, you don't know what G-Sync is? I don't know what uh, G-Sync is. 
Right, G-Sync, uh, it's technology in the uh, the screen itself that allows the, it makes the monitor match the refresh rate of your uh, your graphics card. So if your graphics card is putting out 60 frames a second, your monitor will switch to 60. If it goes 62, your monitor will be 62. If it goes up to 114, your monitor will instantly become 114. It okay. gets rid of all turning and all stuttering, uh, which is what I'm looking to get rid of. Uh, and it operates up to, uh, well, theoretically, it, it operates up to the maximum refresh rate of the screen, which uh, in this case, in that case was 188, I think, or 180. Uh, so the ones that I'm looking at now, because of this, because it's a better panel, um, it's also moved up into from a 25-inch to a 27-inch, and I've moved up from uh, 1080 to 1440 and that means that the fucking thing has basically doubled in price uh, so very disappointingly i now have to save up even more uh so probably won't be able to be till next year my my monitor that i've got here costs 98.99 why don't you get one of those um i don't think it has g-sync though i don't think it has g-sync is it um does it is it an ips uh, hang on there's a sticker um, on it, it says, there's a sticker on it read what's on the sticker the sticker says 16 by 9 it's 16 by 9 well that is that is that is one thing all of these things are 16 by it, 9 it's 1080p full hd yep uh 1080p full hd wow yeah. um and yeah. i i sit it next to my, the the retina display of my macbook pro which uh what color is it what color is it it's black that's black. That's a good. That's another thing in its, it's favor. A good monitor color. It's a good color for a monitor to be. Uh, that is one of the things that pisses me off. Is that it's annoying that the two big, two of the like biggest monitor manufacturers are Asus and Acer. That's yeah. irritating. Yeah. Change it up, lads. Dell ones are I, pretty good, aren't they? I hear. I have been well. Uh, thing is, I, I'm comparing two. One of them's five hundred and seventy quid from from uh, Acer, and the other seven hundred quid from Asus, and I got confused just there now saying the two of them side by side, and I hate the gamer aesthetic. You oh, know that sort of hard got, edges and you know, yeah, sort neon. of angular and underlit, angular, and, yeah. and that's what Acer tend to do. Whereas Asus are a bit more, a little bit more understated, but uh, yeah. So it's been an irritating Black Friday for me. It's so annoying when, the, you know, the thing that you want turns out to not be what you want. Mm-hmm. So instead, I just bought a fucking, I bought Rock of Ages 2, which is a game where you play as a giant boulder smashing down gates. That sounds fun. It is. It is fun. Okay. You want it simplicity. Yeah. 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 I felt like breaking stuff. That too. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough, indeed. So then, is that everything we've all played? Mm-hmm. Uh, feels yeah. about right. Yeah. Trying to th- I feel like I've played a shit ton of games this week. It's, it's become mostly what I do, <laughs> to be honest. Anyway. Right. Thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoyed gaming news. If, if you weren't here for that, it will only have been frustrating. 
thank you for listening and, and thank you for going on over to visit simply syndicated.com slash everything where you can hear this show without any ads on it and all our other shows without any ads in them and you can hear uh, it's now 1128 episodes of various podcasts are available on simply everything i just checked the line number in the database so that's how you work that out thank you for people who do support us and enjoy that service and thank you uh for everyone who supports us on patreon.com slash simply syndicated so without further ado we shall get off and i will go and find a pizza or something and we'll speak to you all later bye-bye bye-bye the Acer model is called the Predator. I feel like that would be a dangerous purchase for me because I think I'm suspiciously close to being on a few lists already.